Welcome to Franchise Fan Guys. Today we're going to continue talking about Toy Story, but more specifically, Lightyear, a movie that just came out a few weeks ago when we were recording this. I'm Tom Breivogel, joined with Andy Schmidt and Skid Marr. How about you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, hey, I'm Andy Schmidt. You're mocking me, aren't you? <laughs> hey, I'm Skid Marr, and I like this movie. I don't have anything fun to say. So Lightyear had opening weekend of 50 million and four weeks, its lifetime gross of four weeks is 112 million domestically and 92 million internationally. So this movie takes a very different approach to a franchise. Was it good creatively, Andy? Well, let me just, uh, let me just talk real quick about that, that opening weekend of $50 million. (laughs) It's made over a hundred million dollars. In four weeks, in the U.S. alone, and Disney and Pixar consider it a failure. Ah. It was not that long ago that if you crossed the $100 million mark, you were considered a blockbuster movie. Especially so, a $50 million that, opening weekend. Not right. that long ago. Like, it was massive. And an, an animated movie at that. And I, so I mm-hmm. think this, is a, this could be a case of the victim of your own success, where like your own expectations just are maybe a little, a little high. Like I, get, I mean, I get it from the standpoint of the other movies made more, but um, still, I mean, you made $112 million in four, four weeks. You know what my life would be like if I made $112 million in four weeks? It would be different. <laughs> it would be different. <laughs> Um, so I, I find that sort of, I find that fascinating and I find it, I find it weird that like the, the consensus, the, the, the narrative that's out there is that this movie is a financially like a failure. Did it not do what Disney was hoping it was going to do? Yeah. But does that make it a failure? I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, this thing is still going to make a ton of money and anyway, so I just, that's just, it's bizarre to me that we're looking at that and going, that movie is a failure or a disappointment. So anyway, I just want to get that out of the way. (laughs) What do you attribute to that, Andy? Well, I think, I think like to, to the, to it not meeting expectations or to the view that it's a failure, which one? Uh, Both. Okay. Well, I think it didn't meet expectations because while ticket sales have been going up, like, like, uh, I almost said coming out of the pandemic, but a lot of people don't realize this. We're still in it. Um, but I think it, I think adults started going, because I know this is true for me. Like I started going back to the movie theater. I still wear my mask, but I started going alone, but I was much more hesitant to bring my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I just don't want to get them exposed. And then, especially when they were in school, like then, you know, or my kids play sports. So like, I don't want to expose their team or their classmates or whatever to it. I work from home. I don't expose anybody. So, um, so I think there, I think there's some pandemic that you could, that is probably some of the factor. Um, I think there could be some toy story fatigue. Like, um, I, I don't, I don't know that that's the case, but there was like, 10 or 15 years between two and three and then eight years between, you know, with four, but four just came out like a couple of years ago. So it may just be that this was a little bit too soon, which it, which defies conventional wisdom. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think it's different again for an animated film than for a live action film because, well, there are reasons for that that I won't get into, but, 
Um, I think there's also maybe just some confusion over what the hell this movie is. Because yeah, that could I, be that could be too. It's also the, yeah. the only one that's PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, it's thirteen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that at all. Because the others are like, rated G, which I also didn't realize. Some of them are rated PG, week. but let me double okay. check that. I'm gonna double check that. Hang on one second. Uh, oh, it's rated PG, not PG thirteen. PG. Okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. What, what I are the other ones? Everything I said. Uh, <laughs> are the other ones all G or is this? Toy Story one was G, two was G, three was G, and four was G. Yeah. Okay. okay. So they're all G, and then this one is PG. Okay. Yeah, and this one has. I think we talked about this before, but like, they're all like critic critical scores are like ninety seven or higher until mm-hmm. this one, and it's seventy five percent from the critics. And audience scores were all in the nineties, right? It was, it was yeah. I, Toy, Sto- I Toy Story so. two, yeah, yeah. Toy Story two, the audience score dropped down to eighty seven, and then here it's eighty five. So it's got the lowest scores. Um, uh, I mean, those are still like those are still good scores. Like by by general movie standards, those are good scores. I mean, we were talking about Jurassic Park Dominion, and like that was like thirty percent from the critics. Yeah, a well-deserved yeah. thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> really skid, earned that thirty. Talk, talk talk a little bit about the the confusion skid that you. Well, I think just from the chatter on social media and everything, there's a lot of people snarkiness about how this is a movie that's this this is a movie that in the Toy Story universe came out in 1995, and the Buzz Lightyear toy that Andy in the movie, not Andy on Franchise Fan Guys, gets as a gift. The toy is a licensed product of this fictional movie that takes place in the Toy Story universe, but isn't is a is supposed to be a live action movie in the animated Toy Story universe. There's a lot of layers to this fiction, so I understand like where some of the, and. You know, there's also, uh, it's not Tim Allen, it's Chris Evans playing, because it's not the toy, it's the real character, so that's I different. didn't even realize that. Yeah, so there's... Well, stra- that, that was strange to me, like, in the movie, because he actually, like, he speaks a lot like uh, Tim Allen does. He does, As yeah. a toy, and so, like, it felt just slightly off. Like, I think the performance is actually, I think the performance that Evans gives is a good one, but it was... I had a little bit of that. Um, what's the guy's name that played Han Solo in Solo? Um, oh, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, like I had a little bit of that. Like it's Han Solo, but not Han Solo. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is Buzz, but not Buzz. Like I did, I did trip on that a little bit. I do think that the thing is, is that I think you're right about the confusion going into that movie. But there, there are two things I'll say. One is it's completely clear in the first thirty seconds of the movie exactly what you're what you're into, and then mm-hmm. you just go with it. Or you yeah. don't, I guess. You know, <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm happy to roll with this. And then, and the other thing is, is like the the live action in an animated thing is like, but but you have real people in all the other Toy Story movies, and they're animated. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't problematic for me, even like in an in universe sort of thing, because none of the real quote unquote real people were live actors ever. Like Andy isn't the live actor. He's animated too. 
He just animated a little bit differently. And so, I, so none of those things actually were a barrier for me, but I might just be an outlier on it. I think it's more uh, in the marketing aspect of it. I just think that that is like if you go to the movie and you sit down, and you watch the movie, I think everything's pretty clear. But I think if you're wondering, if you just see a commercial for it, you're just like, what the, what is this? Like, I don't understand what this is. <laughs> Do you think there's uh, an it, aspect of that? Like, I mean, because, so like, I'm not a deep Toy Story franchise fan. I think in the first episode, I said, like, I didn't even see two of these. Um, mm. Hadn't even seen two of the four of them. So do you think for the people that are fans, do you think they're like, this movie doesn't count? Like, I mean, we've all heard like comic book fans and stuff be like, well, that, you know, that story <laughs> doesn't really matter. Like, why does that, why am I going to read that? It doesn't add, it's not, doesn't shatter the Marvel universe or whatever. Like, yeah. do you think there's some of that of like, it didn't feel like a real Toy Story movie to story, to Toy Story fans? Do you think that yeah, there's some of that? I th- definitely. I think there's definitely a lot of back, that kind of backlash uh, like I've seen that specifically for sure. There are a lot of people just like, this is not, you know, this, this shouldn't be considered canon. This is, and I think it's different for me because it's like, I, you know, for all of us and uh, well, for Andy and I, like we were adults already when this came, when the first one came out, like we were adults. So, and Tom, right, it's not like this is star Wars guys. You don't have to take it that seriously. No, exactly. Like if this, <laughs> if, if this was star Wars, like, yeah, I would, I might be freaking out too. But I'm just watching like this younger generation of people who grew up with Toy Story reacting in this way and just kind of mystified by it because I'm just like, yeah, they're just fun movies. I don't know why you're so crazy about it. But like if you grow up like with these toys and and everything else, like I I guess I I get it. But I I just yeah, I I, I just really it, it just didn't it doesn't affect me the same way. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to bring up something that is similar to what you said during Jurassic Park. You said uh, Jurassic World Dominion in the theater. You had a kid blurting (laughs) out all the names of the dinosaurs with excitement. (laughs) I had two kids behind me, um, and the one was like, why does he look different? And the other was like, this is the real Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) Like the whole movie, (laughs) the kid was explaining to the other kid. The one kid just, whenever Buzz didn't have the purple helmet on, the uh, the kid was just like, who's this guy? And he's like, that's Buzz Lightyear. And he's like, why does he look like that? Like, that's not Buzz Lightyear I know. Like they talked, also they enhanced the movie for me. They didn't ruin it at all. Like you said with Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, Yeah, the the kid knew, the one kid knew exactly what he was getting into. And the other kid had the confusion that we were just talking about. Okay. That's great. First hand <laughs> accounts of this exact thing that we're talking about. That's great, Tom. Thank you. Uh, that would have that would have enhanced my viewing of it as well. I went to a theater where there was me and a mom and her son. And the only time I knew they were there is when they got up to go to the bathroom. But yeah. I would have enjoyed I would have enjoyed that conversation. I do remember I went to see uh this was kind of fun. I went to see um X Men um it was Days of Future Past uh, uh, on opening day. Yeah, uh, on opening day with with uh, a couple of friends that I worked with at Hasbro, and they all knew that I had been an X Men editor and and whatnot. So we're there in the post credit scene. Uh, you could just get a, a tease of Apocalypse in in ancient Egypt, and 
and then, you know, and then the, the lights come up and the people behind us start talking about who that was, who like, who's that guy? Like, what's that about? And one of them was like, guys, I know my X-Men and starts going off about how that's Magneto and Magneto <laughs> had clearly traveled back in time. And I remember like my friends like turning and looking at me and I'm like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. And you could have had your Annie Hall something. moment. Could have had I, just turned around. I don't know what that means because I haven't seen Annie Hall since I was eight. But uh, yeah, we, I, I did pleasantly and politely inform them that they were wrong. Oh, you did have your Annie Hall moment. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, you turned around. And you were like, okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't let you do this to yourself. Uh, that's apocalypse. And Sabanor, if you will. <laughs> Who and the then, hell are you? you know, what would you know about right. it? Well. We didn't we didn't get into that. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh wildly off topic. But that is that I would have really enjoyed that too, Tom. I, that would have made my experience even better. I'm about to say something off topic as well, but it'll be short and sweet. I should have said it in the Jurassic World Dominion episode, but of someone being wrong like that, one of my best friends of 30 years, our one of uh, probably our second conversation ever, it was like the second day of third grade. Um we were played the Jurassic Park soundtrack in the class. And while we were leaving, uh, my friend was explaining to someone else the plot of Jurassic Park. And he was like, it's about this island where they buried all these dinosaur bones. And then they magically came to life. And I'm like, no, that is not what the movie is about, dude. And then I totally called him out. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. But he was saying that with such confidence. He was explaining the plot of the movie, just making it up, which is pretty great. Wow, that's great. He probably Kids learned that from my from my mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you think this was a good move creatively? Let's put aside the marketing, any confusion. Uh, what are your thoughts on it that way? Like, do you? Did you like where this went? Let's let's pretend this was a box office smash. What would you be saying? What would, what would you be saying then, just as an artistic uh, viewpoint, Skid? I, yeah, I think it's just. I think it's a solid uh, sci-fi movie that's well animated with good design, really fun characters. I think, yeah, like the action is good. I th- but like you were saying about Pixar being a victim of its own success, I think that the standards are just so impossibly high for anything that they produce that it's going to be very hard to live up to that for for any movie that they tend to succeed like way more often than they don't. But but still, but e- w- taken in a vacuum, yeah, I just think this is a really fun, pretty. Yeah, it's like it's it's like a little bit harder sci-fi than I was expecting uh coming in for like a, a Toy Story franchise like product. Uh and I, yeah, I almost I, cheered when they started talking about time dilation. I yeah, was like, yes, this is more kids' movies need this. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. When they did the the rapid sorry anyone listening who hasn't seen the movie, I guess turn it off because this is the best part uh spoilers. When they did the rapid aging, when, I, I didn't see a single uh, trailer for this movie, so I, I figured Alicia was the co-star of the whole movie. Oh yeah. Uh, when when he keeps coming back and everyone's aging and all of that, I, that happened so rapidly and it was so great. I've never seen that in a kids' movie. Something that like 
real, like people dying really quick. Well, it reminded me, it reminded me of Up, like the the opening part of Up, where basically I still have not seen Up. Oh, it's very good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but something similar happens in that movie. It's not sci-fi, but it it is like it's just regular narrative time compression of like this of something similar happening i won't i won't spoil. go okay. wait, when we're done with this go watch up it's very good <laughs> okay um but yeah but it was yeah it's great it's just like that was uh emotional and it was very uh yeah it was, it was nice it was good yeah i i think i agree with all of that i i th- you know like if this weren't connected to toy story and was just like a a animated sci-fi movie like um you know like came out like titan ae or something like that i i think we'd be talking about how great it is Mm -hmm. you know or if it hadn't come out from pixar we'd be like that was amazing that's the best animated movie i've seen since that wasn't pixar since spider-man um into the spider-verse you know or whatever you know so yeah i think that um yeah i think to to a degree i think it has to be taken in that in that Pixar context, but then also out of that Pixar context context at the same time. Um, but I I really enjoyed it, and maybe it's because I was binging Toy Story movies and was like, "Where's Buzz Lightyear?" And then I got a whole movie about Buzz Lightyear, and I was like, "Oh, here's, here's where he is. He's doing all yeah, this cool so stuff here, over here." Here you go. Yeah, yeah I yeah. felt like I felt like this movie was made for me because they were like, "Oh, Andy's missing Buzz. Here you go, Andy. Here's Buzz." Lots and lots of buzz. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it had all the it, it had all the elements that I would want from a from a Buzz Lightyear movie. I thought the idea of of doing the movie in the that the toy was based on, like I think that's a really fun idea. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so like I thought, I, and 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 in terms of expanding like what the universe is and can be, like I thought this was thought this was great. Like it made me think, like well. Wouldn't it be really awesome if they just started putting out like the Woody's Roundup show? Like I could see them dropping that on Disney Plus. Like there's a Woody's Roundup show. I would like that show. as a show way more than a movie. That'd be cool to have like three episodes of that. Oh yeah, yeah. do them as a bunch of do them as a bunch of shorts. And there's a bunch of Toy Story shorts that are on um, Disney Plus right now. Um, one of them mm-hmm. that fills in like Bo's backstory in Toy Story Four, and um, most of them aren't like oh cool. I didn't think they were like really necessarily great. They were fun, um, as one would expect. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just I maybe because I was I have never been that huge fan of the Toy Story franchise. It it may have just been like going through all of those. You know, maybe some people kind of consider those like mental hoops to go through or whatever. But like, man, I was all in on Lightyear for me. So I actually saw Lightyear. Before I saw Toy Story 4. So I'd watched the three Toy Stories, saw Lightyear, and then saw Toy Story 4. Um, and by toy, by getting through Toy Story 3, like I was already like, I'm ready for something fresher. And Toy Story 4, while really good, as we've discussed, wasn't. A, I wouldn't call it necessarily fresh compared to the other Toy Stories, whereas this was. This was different. And I, and I realized... As a member of the audience-going community, a lot of people, a lot of large audiences want the same but slightly different, which this isn't, you know, but I was the guy that was excited to go see Eternals because it looked like they were finally going to do something that didn't follow the same formula. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked Eternals for that for that reason of the Marvel movies. Um, but 
Maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tom, what did you think? Do you, I think, oh, well, I, I loved it. I uh, saw this the day after I saw Jurassic World Dominion and this movie. There were so many, like Jurassic World Dominion, I just walked to the theater, but this movie, I had to drive six miles, which isn't that long, but in Los Angeles, it was. It was long. It was like a 45-minute drive, and parking was... An, there were so many things that annoyed me on the way to the theater, and then when the movie started, it <clears throat> just put a smile on my face. It was like... I was Hold on. I'm like choking on air. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sounds no, like the, a premise movie, right out of a Buzz Lightyear movie. <laughs> yeah. The movie immediately, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And cheered me up. I must have been just in a cranky mood. It cheered me up, and I loved it and loved the whole movie. It flew by. It, it far exceeded my expectations. And while we've been having this conversation, I just thought of something for the— tr- Do you think this could have saved the confusion if the trailer was 10-year-old Andy and his mom, and they all sit down, and she puts a VHS into the movie, and she's like, here we go, kids. It's like a sleepover, and then it then we see this Buzz Lightyear movie. That could also have been the beginning of this movie. Like, so if, you, if, if oh, it yeah. told you, like, that's what you're watching? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it would have definitely helped clear up any confusion, I think. that. But it's funny, too, because, like, the movie feels like it's also sort of trying to remove itself from the rest of Toy Story tonally. Yeah, so, I mean, I think they were hoping it was going to be a spinoff series, as, as yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, it's also interesting, too, that they went with the... It's a little bit... Conf- I mean, it's not really confusing, let's be honest, but like it opens up with, in 1994 or whatever, 95, Andy got a toy for Christmas. That toy was based on a movie. This is that movie. or That's pretty close to what the opening scroll is. But it just, just as easily could have been in 1995, Andy got this toy. It was his favorite toy. And it was immensely popular. And eventually they made a movie off of it. Like, I don't know if it matters that like in this universe, the movie came before the toy. Or did you make a movie based on the toy? Because that happens too, right? I mean, we've got all these Transformers movies out there. Mm-hmm. The world has enough yeah. Transformers movies. Now, um, but I'm, I'm with you. Also, the other thing too, with it, with it linking to the Toy Story movies is is all of the nods that I noticed to previous Toy Story movies. Um, I thought were great. Like, you know, like, and actually we we, I mentioned solo earlier. I don't remember on this episode or the one before, but, um, you know, like Solo got a lot of criticism for things like, well, I didn't need to know how he got that blaster, like, and stuff like that. And I'm like, this movie does all of those same sorts of things, but I thought they were all really neat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fine in Solo. That didn't bother me in Solo either. But, um, but like, you know, when he, he eventually like puts the laser beam on his arm, like that's not part of his suit to begin with. Um, you know, and then like, you know, how he's always narrating and my absolute favorite one was just when he says, you're mocking me, aren't you? Because that is my favorite line of dialogue in all Toy Story movies. And my brothers and I (laughs) have been quoting that since 1995. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I thought, I thought the way that it, it reminded you occasionally that, that it was part of the Toy Story franchise. I thought all that stuff worked really, really well. I think there's, I think there's a moment in there too, where like the, the, um, the dome comes off and, and there's like a moment where somebody like doesn't know they can breathe 
Doesn't that happen in Lightyear? Also, I know that happens in Toy Story a couple of times. But I think well, that happens in Lightyear. I don't remember. I could be wrong. I might be making this stuff up. I did sure. see them all in like a very condensed amount of time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so for me, I like I just felt like Lightyear worked really well on its own, and I thought it worked really well as part of the Toy Story franchise. Like I thought it, I thought it hit that, um, you know, right down the middle. Like just, I, I just, I don't know. Like I, I don't have any complaints about this movie, and I don't really understand why there's seems to be such a lukewarm reception to it but i think part of it is that somebody reported that this is a disappointment and i think that just started going around right I'm, or or maybe it was some of that pre-buzz because i i didn't look at all at any of the social media stuff um you know like what people were saying about it beforehand or anything and so that's interesting skid i mean you clearly had seen at least some stuff i don't know every once in a while you know there's there's this sort of collective thing where where audiences just decide beforehand that they're just not going to love a thing. And that might, this might be a case of that. I think a mild case of that because people seem to like it. I don't really see anybody or I haven't, but again, I haven't looked at social media, but are there people on social media that just like hate this movie? It's a really good movie. Yeah. I think that the main backlash really does come from the really big toy story fans like the real fans of the franchise they're the ones that have the biggest problem with it like i saw like one of the big complaints that people have is what they do with the character of of emperor zerg because it violates canon that because you know in toy story toy story one or two that he says like i'm your i'm your father like it's it's just a it's a star wars joke that's all it is but he says i'm your father but now in this it's like oh no it's actually an older buzz lightyear from the future it's not his father's this violates canon therefore this movie sucks so i've definitely like seen a lot of that and it's just like well okay like and i and i get it like i would have similar kind of feelings about some marvel decisions and everything um but uh, you know, didn't certainly didn't bother me. Well, they um, in in one of the Toy Story movies, I don't remember which one. They show the commercial for the Buzz Lightyear toy. I assume it's in the first one, and and nowhere in there. I was hoping because I knew that I knew that this was based off the movie that the toy was from before I went to see it. So when I was watching the Toy Story movies, I was hoping there was going to be a reference in that commercial to based on the hit movie or something like that. I was hoping that that seed had been planted and they were just picking it up right out of that. They don't ever say that in those oh, movies. It yeah. doesn't matter because they don't blatantly contradict it either. So it's fine. But right. you know, it would have been nice. Like, oh, that would have, that would know. have been really cool if right, they'd right. actually said that back then. Not that I would have been thinking like, Oh, they set this up. Like, I know it's not that, but it would just would have been a, a nice coincidence or aligning of stars or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, at one point Zerg says, I'm your father, right? And then he just says mm-hmm. like, no, but it's like, it's the, it's the toys and it's in like playtime, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I believe that's part two. Is it two? Yeah. I, I can't remember. It's either two or three. It's not three. Yeah, well, it, yeah, no, it's two because like Rex defeats Zerg on the elevator and then at some point like. Oh, like no, Buzz it is Lightyear. two. You're right. Buzz, it Light, is Buzz two. Lightyear is, is like holding, is like holding Zerg at some point at the end, like. You know, like Luke was holding Darth Vader or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny yeah, too because the like Toy Story three, they have the uh, Vader and Emperor moment with Big Baby and Lotso too, which is fun. Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that's interesting. That's um. That's a weak argument, 
I would say. And so uh, yeah. that, that that seems like like proof texting, right? Like you went to see that movie to find a thing to argue about. Yeah, yeah. it seems to me like most of the arguments against this picture are either stuff like that, which I don't care about at all, or the high, the incredibly high standards for Pixar and people coming in with that kind of, of, of expectation that that's basically what I've seen. Um, yeah, I think that makes sense. So like, so it sounds to me like we all really like this movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you guys catch the? I know, one of the things that I love about the Pixar movies in general, uh, but Toy Story movies for sure, is the little Easter eggs and references to other films. Like, there's a lot of like Shining references, like in Toy Story, strangely, which I love. Yes. Um, <laughs> but did you guys catch the Aliens reference in Buzz Lightyear? The Aliens reference? No, no I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. The the robot that when he when he comes to the forts and the 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 auxiliaries like the team that he meets up with the robot in that team he's wearing an armor plate an armor vest and on it he has scrawled uh, El Riesco El Riesco Siempre Vive which is what uh, uh, what's her name has uh, Vasquez, Vasquez has on her yeah that's what she has on her her armor armor plate oh i totally missed that yeah yeah just gonna have to go see this movie again <laughs> yeah gotta go see it again gotta go see it again there were a lot of like uh uh 2001 references uh yeah a lot, it's great I, yeah i love that they do that um yeah this cool. was, i missed all the references there watch it again i actually I, I actually do look forward to watching it again when it comes out on disney plus because uh yeah i really did enjoy it and there was a lot of stuff like that that i'd like to uh catch again well that's it for this episode of franchise fan guys if you are a patreon subscriber stick around where we'll talk about the possible sequel to this film to infinity and beyond thanks for listening to franchise fan guys toy story episode three of four please write a review and give a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts intro music by tom breifogel and john harvey to connect Visit FranchiseFanGuys.com, at FranchiseFanGuys on Instagram, and at GuysFranchise on Twitter. Franchise Fan Guys.